0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Happy Hour Bland. I'm Ashley. And I'm Kaylee. Welcome back, and thanks Yay. for tuning in, everyone. Hi guys. Today, we have one of those special F-word Ooh, episodes.
1: F-word. <laughs> so
0: today, we'll be talking about fraud, and Kaylee has a great story for us today. Oh, I'm so pumped up. I could not wait. Ashley doesn't know any of
1: the details yes. of the story. I hope you don't.
0: I, I don't think I do.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it is crazy. There's so many just... Things that happened in the story
0: that are shocking. And so I can't wait to get your reaction. All right. So, you know, as we do every other episode, we start with a random question from conversationstarterworld.com. So our question for you, Kaylee, is what's your favorite way to waste time?
1: Ooh, that's a good one.
0: We might have asked that before, but I just thought this would be good for you. Right yeah,
1: now. I don't think I've answered it, but I feel like I can answer it pretty easily. Okay, uh, My guilty pleasure. Don't I say it. Don't say it.
0: Crime Junkies <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
1: no. Okay, sorry. I'm, just, I'm caught up on every episode okay. for them. Okay, My guilty pleasure is, or waste of time, if you will,
0: is watching all of The Real Housewives. Oh my gosh, that's totally not what I would think. Really? I've yeah. never seen one episode.
1: It's so good. It's just kind of mindless. Yes. Honestly, you don't have to really invest a lot of brain power right. to watch it. And I haven't been able to watch in a long time because... Busy season. Well, guess season. what's coming up?
0: Maternity leave. We Maternity leave. Yes, I
1: am making a to do list. Is that on there? Of things, to, <laughs> of things to watch, and all of the Real Housewives seasons are on there. Oh my goodness! Because you know they have all the different. Is it cities. like Real Housewives
0: California or San Diego or is it? Is it just different cities or it's different they all cities? From-
1: California has two. Because okay. Beverly Hills and Orange County needed, their are they famous own. wives? Sometimes I'm trying to think. So Denise Richards, okay, Charlie Sheen's yep. former yep. wife. She is on one of them. I
0: can't does remember. Does she have which. a husband? She does. So they're all married. They're housewives. Well, does. they don't. Ha- well, no. Good question. Okay. They don't
1: have to be married. Huh.
0: So, I'd speak- so how
1: are they a housewife? Well, I, that's a good question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're not the experts. So we'll, yeah, we'll we are that. not. <laughs>
1: we are not. But. Anywho, what would you say? Let
0: me ask the question back to you. What's your favorite favorite? time waster? Yeah. Uh, Besides the gym. (laughs) That's a productive thing. Well, I hate it. I don't want to say this out loud, but it's true. So I have my day like planned out and it has to be like the same routine every day or I can't Mm -hmm. fit everything in. So I go to the gym, I pick up Beckham, we play, we eat dinner. We play and have dance parties every night, Mm -hmm. and then he goes to bed. And the first thing I do is go sit on my couch and scroll through social media. (sighs) I haven't been on it all day. I know. I just want to catch up real quick. Everyone does. I hate it. So I try and limit that, and then I just watch TV. So Netflix is like literally as soon as Beckham goes to bed, if it's not me scrolling through all my social medias Mm -hmm. or our work social medias, it's Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. I need a new show right now. I just started a new one and it's wild (laughs) (laughs) it's about a magazine company oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we were talking about that so i like that one so far
1: i'll have to i'll add it to the list
0: okay i'll let you know i'll give you a couple before you leave yeah do because
1: i'm wrapping Mm up uh grace and frankie i tried to watch that you couldn't i think i just is it too senior for you no
0: not at all i love them both i think they're hilarious but i just i don't know it's not my cup of tea yeah I That's do cool. like like what is it bridezilla what is she in monster in law
1: oh jane fonda yeah is mm-hmm. she in that
0: i think so, I thought so. With She's jennifer so lopez. lopez yeah yeah okay
1: okay all right well <laughs> shall we? there's a, i don't think there's any smooth segue to fraud now <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> the f word <laughs> yeah. fonda fraud yeah there we there go there we go
0: <laughs> okay
1: so as you guys know we typically do a quote each episode and so i had to google the good Fra- Fraud quotes. I don't know. They were pretty intense, but I did find one. Okay. So here it goes. And I don't
0: know who said it. Mine was anonymous earlier, too. Okay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> cut that part out. They don't know what are doing <laughs> okay, okay, conversation. Okay, okay. All right, we're back. There's our first mess up.
1: <laughs> okay, here's the quote. Okay. If you see fraud and do not say fraud... You are a fraud. Do the right thing, people. Isn't that kind of intense? Yeah. I know. That's why I say Say it it one more time. Okay. If you see fraud and do not say fraud, you are a fraud. I like it. I know. It's it's serious. And when Uh we dive into the story today, I think you'll see that the damages could have been limited had people spoken up. Yeah. And so anyway, that's that's the quote. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I think so. Oh, I'm so excited to tell you. <laughs> okay. So I first heard about this story from a podcast, of course, <laughs> that I listened to called True Crime Obsessed. Have you listened to that I have before? Not. I don't think I have. No. Okay. So the two hosts, Patrick and Jillian, they recap, they kind of give you the cliff notes version of different true crime documentaries and they... They put a lot of humor into it, which is great because some of the topics are really tough. Uh And so I like it because I maybe don't want to watch a documentary because I know it's going to be too sad or too scary, but I can listen to their podcast and hear just kind of the funny recap of it. Uh And so that is how I had learned about this story. Okay. So what they recapped was a documentary called All the Queen's Horses. Have you watched
0: it? No, it sounds like a song though.
1: Does it? Yes,
0: but I have not heard of it or saw it. Okay,
1: so I so I had listened to the podcast, and then I actually was able to watch it myself last night on Amazon, and I just think this is so cool. It's produced by a woman named Kelly Richmond Pope, who is a CPA. Stop. Nope. She directed and produced. This is her only one. Yes. True story. True story. And she's a CPA. I'm like, that is ironic. So cool. Yep. So I'm Once I saw that on like the opening (laughs) page of the documentary, I was like, I am here for this. I am (laughs) so here for this. So there's also a couple other podcasts that do touch on the story. I have not listened to those yet, but I did want to share them. One is called Misfortune, a financial crimes podcast, and the other is called Book of Lies, the Municipal Fraud Queen.
0: I think I've heard that. I don't know. Maybe I haven't. Okay. okay. I'm going to have to look into those two. Well, yeah, I'm going to
1: have to listen to them after okay. this. They're podcasts, not books. They're podcasts. Okay. okay. So today's story is about a woman named Rita Crundwell from Dixon, Illinois. Okay, Rita. Okay. So growing up, Rita was known as an intelligent and popular student in Dixon, Illinois. Growing up, oops, not growing up. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So she started working at Dixon City Hall in 1970 before she even graduated high school. So we're kind of building the foundation for where we're going here. Okay. And this is also random, but important to know. She started showing horses in the late 1970s. And I don't know much about horses, other than I know it's a very expensive yes. hobby to pursue. So. So she married Jerry Crundwell in 1974, and in 1983, Rita, now Crundwell, was appointed treasurer and comptroller for Dixon, and she would hold that position for nearly 30 years. Wow. So after several years in the position, Rita decided to take a risk, and she opened a secret bank account Uh in December of 1990.
0: Yes, here we go. So... Twenty years later, she opened a secret one.
1: Yes. So she and so what she did was she gave it a name that made it seem like it was a bank account
0: of the city, okay. of Dixon.
1: But Rita was the only one that could draw upon the account.
0: I see some red flags already.
1: Yes. See. That's yep. Great.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's great that you're seeing. This. Yes.
1: Others weren't so quick to pick up on this. So it was then that Rita decided to perpetrate her scheme. And so what did she do? Rita created fake invoices for a lot of different capital improvement projects. So street repairs, sidewalks, bridge projects, and the invoices were false. And she would pay those invoices,
0: which were she was essentially paying herself. So she was paying these invoices from the she works for the city? Yes. She was paying these invoices from the city account into this secret bank account. Correct.
1: And then using the secret bank account to pay out herself. Yes. And so what had happened was let's see here. Okay. Let me start. Okay. <laughs> it's so hard to like read all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And because Rita was the only person involved in reviewing and paying invoices, she was able to use the city's cash to pay those fake invoices and then to deposit the funds into her own so have a secret question. bank account. She, yes.
0: she was the only person on the city account and the secret account? Or no one was reviewing the city account Good financials?
1: Yeah, so she was a key employee of the city mm-hmm. where – Correct. She would receive those fake invoices in the mail that she Mm -hmm. had sent.
0: Okay, Yeah. She sent
1: them into the city. Okay. She then receives them, and then she was responsible for paying them. Okay. And there was no one else involved. And so if people remember back to when we had Justin Frauendorfer
0: Dual control.
1: On our episode, absolutely. You need to have more than one person involved in any key transaction cycles to help eliminate- Not only the risk for fraud, but the risk for error, too. And so in this situation in Dixon, Rita was it. Mm -hmm. Rita Mm -hmm. was able to be a part of and be the only one involved in all of the different activities that went into that.
0: Doesn't sound good.
1: So guess how long she was able to keep up the scheme? Five years. 22 years. (laughs) Oh,
0: jeez. Yes. Seriously? Yep. 22 years. And no one ever caught on to this whole non-dual control, cover yourself, cover the city. Not for a very long time. And so Rita was smart,
1: and she knew to start small. So like we talked about, she first started in late 1990. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That first year, she was still able to steal $180,000. That's small? Yep. That's small compared to where we're headed. Okay. Guess how much she embezzled in her last year 22 years later? Yeah, in 2008. I I so I guess 18 years. 500,000. 5.8 5. million. Oh! In one year.
0: Whoa! Yes. Not the whole time, just that one year. One year. What? Yes. So the city was paying, the, only the city was paying this this yes. amount. Yep. And no one saw it. No. That baffles me.
1: I know. So, so, so what year was that? So the, the 5.8 million was stolen in 2008. And so we're gonna I talk about how it. much she stole. During her entire duration of working in that role, are we going to talk about what she bought with all this money? We sure are. (laughs) (laughs) And so, when people would question, so five point eight million—that's a big deal. And I saw in the documentary last night the annual budgeted expense for the city Mm -hmm. was about between nine and ten million. So half, half of that, yes.
0: Wait, more, almost more than half that. Yep, was going to her, and no one. I just.
1: Yes. And, and so then what was happening is the city was having to take out all of this additional debt to finance Rita's fraud.
0: I, I'm just mind blown yes, right now. Yes,
1: I know. Okay. I know. And so when people would question the city's financial condition and all this additional debt, Rita would just blame it on the state. And say that the state was late in remitting any tax revenue to the city. So she kind of tried to attribute it to a a timing difference Mm -hmm. where we're owed all this money from the state. We just haven't
0: received it. Well, the state wasn't involved in any of this conversation. Correct. Okay. They couldn't defend themselves and be like, you're crazy. Right. Okay. Right.
1: So as a result, as you can imagine, because of this embezzlement, a lot of the city's departments were forced to make all these drastic cuts to their own individual Aww. department budgets. So the police department, which oh is scary, the maintenance department, you know, everyone thought that they were paying for all of these road improvements right. and they weren't. The city
0: workers yeah, and Yeah, so they
1: had to get rid of maintenance workers. Aww. They couldn't put in new call radios in the police Cars. So, no, did she, was she getting like brand new shiny cars or new houses? Or oh, is headed she still
0: married there. at this point?
1: No, her and okay. Jerry did get divorced. I think it was in like the mid 90s. And she's still showing horses. She has horses. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, okay. you will hear more about the horses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and another thing was um, employees weren't able to even get cost of living wage adjustments. So, there were multiple years where people had to go oh. without any raises whatsoever. City workers. Yeah, and yeah. this is a city of about 15,000 people, mm-hmm. and so you just think about the city probably employs quite a few individuals from within the community, and sure. so this really had a far-reaching so impact. not just her, it affects impact. everybody in the community. Right, absolutely.
0: So what do you think she spent her money on? You threw out a couple guesses. Okay, I'm assuming a car. Okay. I'm assuming a house. Okay. Horse trailers. Okay. Um clothes jewelry I, have, I don't what um does she have children no i don't think so oh a side question did her husband get any of this money like did he know about this when they divorced or i ex-husband? don't think so their okay. divorce
1: occurred pretty early on okay. okay in in this embezzlement scheme okay so i have no other idea well all of those guesses are right on okay it's just like times 10 <laughs> so yes houses houses yeah plural. everything plural everything plural she bought an RV that cost over a million dollars. What? Yeah, an RV. Does she know how to drive this RV? I guess <laughs> she probably bought a paid driver. What? Yeah, okay. and then of course the horses. Yeah, and so, which the a horse, barn, huge barns. Does I, she? I don't know if you know much about like the breeding of horses. I was going to say, does she breed
0: horses? Does she have stallions she, and all that.
1: She did, and so she participated in the exchange of. She got paid for these horses. As what well. you need, yes. To I grew continue. up. My mom had a
0: horse farm, oh, so I kind of know yes. a bit. Oh, so, yeah. yes.
1: So yes. So all of the things, horses, and these horses were winning all of these awards. So she, there was one award where it was like
0: top breeder oh or gosh. some sort of top. So she had a whole bunch of workers working for her. To train oh, yeah. These this horses, was an entire operation. Holy cow!
1: Yes, absolutely. And queens so they sh- of
0: horses is that this all top? the queen's horses? There we yep, go. That's yep. what it's called. Okay.
1: And so they showed last night on the documentary, she had just one entire large room in her house that was just full of trophies Blacks, and ribbons, medals. everything oh from these horses. Did she ride them? She did. She, yeah, the she rides them, she shows them, okay. she's super involved. And they showed a couple interviews of her where they would interview her after she had won an award and she would get so choked up and just so emotional. Did she get these money for this? Horses. She won some money, but it was like but nothing not enough in comparison to, okay. to
0: what she was spending. And the city didn't see any of this.
1: No. So people just thought that she had She had told a couple different stories depending on who was asking her. So people that lived in Dixon, she told them that a former husband or boyfriend had passed away. Mm-hmm. And she had inherited okay. his estate. She told others that she was... An heir to the Campbell soup. What? Is this fortune? true? Yeah. I mean, not. That's what she's saying, That's though. what she said. Yeah. What a made up. That's a crazy lie. Yeah. So she, I mean, she was just stringing everyone yes. along and saying whatever it took to
0: continue wow. running this whole thing. How would you, you would get so confused, like, trying to remember all these lies oh, that you told.
1: Yes. But what
0: we'll find out she was a
1: super organized person. Okay. So... She I don't think her education went beyond high school and she was still able to perpetrate this whole entire thing. Yep. And what would happen is if people would ask questions and, and ask her, can you you know, can you explain why these expenses increase so significantly? For the city. Yep. Mm-hmm. She would give a really complicated answer and just try to make it sound as complex Confuse as them. possible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that people would just walk away and say, oh, you know, she's got it. Well, she knows the city stuff so well by this point. She just knows what to say, how to say it, what. Exactly.
1: And there was so there was some quote from someone in the city administration that they were thinking she was doing a great job. Despite all of this deficit and all of this additional debt, they said this is a quote. She manages the city's money like it's her own. Cause it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's just funny. so, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, this entire thing. And so the other crazy aspect of this whole thing is the city's financial statements were audited.
0: I was going to ask, is there an auditor? Do they get them audit? Did they previously get them audited while she's working there? The whole time. And the tax accountants never found this. No one ever found it.
1: And so she would give them the same explanations and they would just... Well, you work on taxes. What would you do? I work. It? I work in the audit. Okay, that's yes. true, but... Wow. But yeah, I mean, so there's different things you should do to... CYA. To, to, to pick up on some of this stuff. Yeah. You know, we're trained to look at invoices and see if they're legitimate. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been many times where I'll see a vendor name that I don't recognize that I go on and Google and make sure it's a legitimate business. Right. Or if I'm looking at two invoices from the same vendor, do they look identical? Mm-hmm. Or they would because she's creating them.
0: Right. Oh, but then, yeah, that would be your first
1: clue. Right. And okay. so uh, another example is if there if there's a big invoice for a million dollars for street repair, well, let me look out the window. Did the street actually get repaired? Get repaired? Yeah, we said we bought $500,000 of toll booth. Did, do wow. we have toll booths when yeah. you enter the city? And so none of those things were being done. And so that is also just crazy. And that just allowed for this to continue. And so something that's, it's humorous, but it's not, is, so there was a neighboring city named Sterling, Mm -hmm. which was very similar. They had about 15,000 people as well, Mm -hmm. similar layout, just really similar to Dixon. They sent a letter to Dixon. So the city of Sterling sent a letter to Dixon and said, Something has to be going on. We are. And she got it? Yes. But they said, they're like, we are making all this money. Our city is very profitable. profitable. We have no cash flow issues. We just don't understand. We don't gotcha. understand how you what guys are having to, to, yeah, take on all this additional debt and have these deficits year over year. And uh, yeah, dun, dun, she dun, intercepted dun. the letter oh. and see you later. Stop. Yep. Man. So. So as things do, it had to come to an end at mm-hmm. some point. So after 22 years of running the scam, it's not funny, but it's just crazy that it went on for that so long. long, that it was so large.
0: 5.8 billion in 1 year? 5 million in like, 1 okay. year? Okay, million. Yeah. Yes. So how much was the total? Are we going to get there? Yeah, we are going to get okay. there. Okay, it's crazy. <laughs>
1: Okay, so in the fall of 2011, Rita went on vacation, and Rita was able to take a four-month vacation every single year.
0: Who's doing her books and invoices during that time? So
1: there was a woman named Kathy that would step in and try and help out in her absence, but Rita tried to really control things even when she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So she would ask that the mail not be opened for four months. Yeah, leave stuff on her desk, or she would give Kathy specific instruction. When you call the bank and ask for the updated bank account amounts at the end of the month, you only read off this list of numbers. Don't ask them to send you all of the bank statements for the city. Mm-hmm. You know, so she really oh. tried to control the actions yep. of Kathy. Uh, who, she's trying to be
0: helpful to Kathy, but really Right, she's to an ulterior herself. motive, yep. exactly.
1: So while Rita was on vacation, Kathy called the bank and instead of following Rita's instruction oh, of asking no. for just the ending balances at the end of the month, she was busy. So she said, can you please just send over all of the bank statements for the city to go through them herself? Yeah. Exactly. And the secret bank account oh. was sent over.
0: With the funds. Yes. Positive. Yes.
1: <laughs> Where Rita was the only signatory. So Kathy... She didn't really know what to do. I mean, this kind of shook her world. Yeah. She really had no suspicion. Because she's one of those this. ones that got hurt, like didn't get the raises. Was... Exactly. Yeah, okay. So she sat on it for a couple days, and then she went to the city mayor and told him about it, and he said, "We have to call the FBI." Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So
0: meanwhile, Rita is just living her life She's on up. vacation. Yes. Yeah,
1: she's not worried. Oh. So the FBI comes in and they investigate for six months and Kathy and the mayor have to walk around with this knowledge oh. that the FBI is investigating. That would be cannot so hard. Led on to Rita in any way. So. Then Rita comes back and now we're in April of 2012 and Rita's coming in for work on April 17th in the morning. And when she gets into her office, there are the six FBI sitting <laughs> yes. in her office. Six FBI agents waiting oh, for dying. her, and so they oh. asked her to talk. And the mayor was there; he witnessed her going to the office. Mm-hmm. And they shut the door and just had a conversation. Oh, oh my gosh! So through the FBI's research, mm-hmm. they determined that she had stolen over those twenty-two years fifty-three million dollars. Oh. oh my. And it's crazy because it's we awful. you know it dates all the way back to nineteen ninety. And so how the FBI was able to calculate that amount was Rita's own records. She was she so kept, organized. Yeah, she had everything easy for them. She did. She tracked her own fraud and she kept everything in a she crawl did the space. Yep. Crawl and space where? In one of her many buildings on her property. And when, they just went and found
0: it? They found it before she knew. And or she or what? After. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep that is mind insane. blowing yes yes
1: 53
0: million dollars
1: yes so then it was very interesting what happened to her so yes so she of course knew that she had been beat Busted. at this yes and so she ultimately pled guilty to wire fraud and agreed to forfeit property and money in the amount of 53 million and then she was sentenced to 19 years and seven months in prison, which the maximum for that crime was 20 years. Oh so my they gosh. threw the book at her. Yep. Um, obviously, the community was just devastated oh, to well, hear about this. And um, it goes beyond like the 53 million that she stole. Um, it goes back to like, You just said, you know, people not getting raises, people getting laid off,
0: people not being able to change. a ripple effect of it. Exactly. It's just
1: huge. And it's just in this city of Mm -hmm. 15,000 people. And so then the city also
0: sued the auditors. Oh, and the bank. Because the bank should have dual because it's a city account. The bank
1: the bank should have picked up on some of the warning signs. So she was doing a few different things where she would write out checks just to treasure she would <laughs> <laughs> She would write out checks just to treasurer. Or other things that should have mm-hmm. really raised Raise a red flag. Yeah, the ba- the bank kind of bypassed some of their protocol to let these things go through because it was Rita, right? You know, and she works at the city, and they were she probably her. was
0: like cheesing it up with them. Like they had a great relationship; they would never suspect exactly. That's like that. the,
1: that's the danger when it is a smaller community. Mm is that you have this rapport built Mm -hmm. up with everyone. And she was socializing with these people on the weekends and having everyone out to her huge property. And so wine and dine them. Exactly. They'll never expect it. Right. Exactly. So they, the auditors and the banker, both collectively agreed to pay the city 40 million dollars in damages because of um, In addition to hers? Yep. Of their negligence. Well and that's the thing about Rita. So she agreed to pay fifty three million, but that was through the auctioning off of all of her oh, property. Horses, and any yeah. yeah, any anything that could Asset. be sold or any cash assets that she had that had to be liquidated. And so they weren't able they showed some of the figures in the documentary and, you know, she would purchase something for five hundred thousand but at auction, they were only able to recoup oh. like two hundred and fifty
0: thousand. Yeah.
1: So they weren't able to fully Get recover everything that she had taken. F- oh man, yeah. And it was kind of sad, you know. They were showing all the horses oh. like being auctioned off, and that was awful. Loaded up, and man, I know. So Rita is scheduled to be released from prison in March of twenty thirty. Oh my goodness, eighty two.
0: Yep. Uh, This is a true story. Yeah. Gosh. Yep. And Rita, just kidding. (laughs) But 80 something in jail. No, thank you. I know. Prison, whatever. Yeah.
1: It's just, it's crazy. I don't think you think of sentences that long for white collar crime, No, but I mean, I don't, I don't think they felt that she was remorseful in any way and to have done it for 22 years because that's what they had talked about in the documentary too, is people that commit fraud aren't typically doing it because of financial pressures where they aren't living even an adequate life. Mm-hmm. People do it because they want to live a more lavish lifestyle. Her salary was 80,000 without all this. Right. And so she did this because she wanted to live way extra. Yeah, beyond her means and so that is why she did this and she was able to get away with it for so, so long. long. And so it's just crazy. The documentary. Was so this sp- goes back to your quote. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And Kathy now, even even though she was the whistleblower and she brought this to everyone's attention, she still feels guilty That's that she didn't. didn't recognize it earlier right. and that she just accepted what Rita had told her at face value and for didn't. all
0: those years that she covered for her for four months. Right. I bet she feels a little guilty.
1: She does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's in the city mayor. City council. I mean, there's so many that should have. There's just really no way around it. They should. The auditors like questions. Silly. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm. Absolutely. Well, don't let this happen, (laughs) Kaylee.
1: I try my best day in and day out. But that's why it just goes back to how important it is to make sure that you are establishing controls within your business.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Small businesses are an easy target because you have people in roles that are going to be wearing multiple hats and you just sometimes don't have the resources to pay two or three people in your accounting right. department. And so you let one person do it all. And that just exposes you so incredibly to
0: fraud. Fraud. So us working in an accounting firm and we do, you do a lot of audit. Mm-hmm. Is this part of your guys's job? Just like to see this right away and be like, ask all these questions and like, Okay, you guys don't have dual control. This is what you need to do for it us to continue. Or absolutely, can you deny clients if they're not having all this because you want to cover the company? So, so yeah, a couple of different
1: answers to that. So, when a new client comes on board or a prospect, we do ask questions of them. We also reach out to their previous audit firm if okay. an audit firm was involved mm-hmm. and find out what their perception of the. The prospect is? Was oh. there anything that got on their radar about fraud that we need to know? Okay. Uh, we recognize that small businesses, again, maybe they just don't have the resources to pay more than one person. And if that's the case, we can still go in and our job is to verify what's being told to us and what's being presented to us. And, uh, you know, what, what we'll do, if everything's on the up and up with the audit, that's. That's great. We're still going to recommend certain things to uh-huh. help strengthen internal controls and protect that business owner or that nonprofit from fraud 100%. potentially yeah. occurring. So there's there's just a lot of different things you can do where if you only have one person in the accounting process, maybe the business owner gets in and helps review mm-hmm. or you can outsource. You know, we do a lot CIS. of yep client accounting services where we're involved in one aspect of the process or maybe the entire process. Yeah. But again, it's that it's that peace of mind. And sometimes it is going to cost a little bit of money. In the short term, cheaper to to use that
0: than hire full time. Absolutely, have
1: someone take you for all this money Mm -hmm. for all these years, and then the emotional damage that comes with it too. For everyone, trusted Mm -hmm. that person, and in this case, for 22 years, she was able to get away with it. So, well, thank
0: you, Kaylee. Yeah, that was an awesome episode. I'm glad we learned more about the F word. (laughs) F word being fraud. So. If you enjoyed the podcast today, please visit our website at www.blancpa.com and leave us a note. If you would also rate and review the podcast on whichever app you use to access the podcast, we'd truly appreciate it. So friends, with that, be informed, be inspired, and be awesome. Bye, guys. Bye. A Park Media Production.